Welcome to the Gonzo.moe News Broom. Not deterred by technical difficulties, probably. Good lord, Kyle. We just went through it. That was, what, 20 minutes of fucking around? <laughs> yep. Oh, man. I forgot how to do all my stuff, so... Whatever. Uh, this is a news show. It's ostensibly anime news. I feel like the mango. there wasn't a lot going on, but I say that every week, so who knows? Uh, you can find more episodes of this podcast at uh, gonzo.moe, also on Google, also on the Apple Podcast Place, Spotify, probably. I'm pretty sure I don't pay for the voicemail anymore. I don't think we got voicemail anyway, so I don't know what to say. How are you doing, Kyle? You know, as long as people can hear me and I don't sound terrible, I'll be happy about this recording. Yeah. Uh, Vinny is sitting this one out because he decided that, I don't know, going to Spain was more important. Uh, He really needs to do an inventory of his priorities when he comes back. So agreed. I mean, and he didn't even invite us. Uh, how rude! Yeah. Well, let's talk about some news. Where are the demons? Bring on the pain! So we have a couple of license uh, right off the bat. I feel like last week or last episode we didn't have any licenses. I remember it being a pretty light news week, and we talked mostly about 2022. So uh, we have a couple manga that got licensed by Kodansha. First one we have is a manga called Gang King. And then we also have one called Boss Bride Days. I'm not really familiar with either of these. The second one surprisingly uh, has the more violent cover, despite that one called Bride Days and the other one called Gang King. All I know about Gang King is I support, you know, uh, do you remember Crying Freeman? Uh, yes. Any series that's about a guy getting tons of tats, uh, <laughs> I can support. Okay, that's fair enough. I'll allow that. Uh, we also have, from Ascendant Animation, they licensed a anime called Game World Reincarnation, and they're going to be dubbing that. This company, of course, it was started by a couple voice actors, and they primarily work in shorter series, like the five and ten minute shows. And uh, lately it seems to be a lot of erotic stuff. So <laughs> this seems to be continuing on in that vein. It looks like the subtitle for this is called Sex on the First Night. So uh, wow. and then we have some manga from Yen Press. Uh, looks like the manga adaptation of uh, Makoto Shinkai Suzume. Is on. That's the novelization. Yes. Oh, I said manga, didn't I? Oh, wait. It's... Oh, yeah. Yep. That's a novel. And uh, he is writing the novel, too. It's not just, uh, you know, thrown off to some, like, ghostwriter or anything. This is Shinkai himself. Oh, that's cool. Uh, we have another novel called Our Last Crusade or The Rise of a New World. A secret file. Then we have The Devil's a Part-Timer. It says official anthology comic manga. I I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure what that was originally based on, so this might be like a spin-off anthology thing. Uh, Konosuba, God Blessing on This Wonderful World, Fantastic Days, that's a light novel. Uh, and then we have Look, Looks Are All You Need, that is another novel. Secret of the Silent Witch, that is a manga. My Mate is a Feline Gentleman, that's a manga. Uh, Saint, nope, just a monster tamer passing through, that is a manga. And then finally, The Reformation of the World, as overseen by a realist demon king, and that is uh, also a manga. That is a very similar title to another uh, series. I wonder if it's like a spinoff. Uh, what does it say at the bottom here? It says it also revealed that they were released the previously announced the summer Hikaru died on uh, July 2023. That sounds very familiar, but I don't know why. Oh, it's uh, we covered this uh, back in September of last year, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, the cover is really distinctive of the summer Hikaru. It's like a blue cover with a guy with white hair on it doing a 
peace sign. Nice. Yeah. I guess I clicked on it and the uh, the picture didn't load, so I will take your word for it. Uh, we have a lot of streaming announcements. Uh, the first one, I feel like we've already said this one, but it got reported on again for some reason, so maybe it's more episodes. Uh, but Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Die, the English dub, is going to be on a service called Hoopla. I'm not very familiar with this one. I feel like Vinny said it was a library service, but uh, I don't know. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be on hoopla i guess uh, oh this is what's weird about it is that it apparently according to this article it says that they previously stated that this would happen so is this just is is that was that the like announcement that it will happen and this is the announcement that it has happened that must be what's going on it says the first 42 episodes i know there's there's a bit there's like over Jeez, 100 how long is adventure of die uh it says in the article 100 episodes Jesus. Uh, it wrapped up in October. Uh, I think this one is also weird in that like the dub version is not available everywhere, but like the subtitled version is on Crunchyroll. It looks like it's also on Hulu, but I feel like the dub is like only on all these weird services. I don't know. Uh, we have another Hulu piece of news. Or <laughs> speaking of Hulu. Uh, Tokyo Revengers Christmas Showdown will be on Hulu. We may have already said this, uh, but they released a subtitled trailer, and I think the first episode has already aired. I think that it aired like before we did the No Name Show. Yeah, it says that uh, what it's already premiered in Japan. Yeah, it says it started January seventh. I know th- th- it didn't get an Anime News Network post, but Summertime Rendering is also on Hulu now, dubbed. That just came out of nowhere. It dropped, I don't know, like a couple days ago. It did drop a couple. We also need to mention this, though. This was brought up to me on Twitter. Um, the version that is now online on Hulu, they replaced the subtitles in the previous, like, you know, Asian edition, wherever you could stream it elsewhere. Yeah. And they lost those and they replaced them with dub titles. Wait, they lost the subtitles? Well, they, okay, the previous subtitles were accurate, correct translations of the Japanese script. The new subtitles are dub titles. Interesting. They literally gave us, I just want to bring it up because I, I was talking about it on Twitter, but they took nine months to release summertime rendering in the, in the West for streaming, which, should, which was, again, one of the, so far as we've seen, one of the best shows from last year. Yeah. And then they fucked it up even worse <laughs> by getting rid of perfectly good, accurate subtitles and replacing them with the, uh, you know, the dub subtitles. Fuck you, Disney. Well, when you when you're saying they lost, is that like okay? So was that? In I thought new- that. Let's put it this way: I thought that that might have been just in the West, and I'm like, oh, I was actually joking about it with uh, the person who brought it up to my attention on Twitter, and I'm like, oh, you better get your VPNs, everybody, and go get like you know, spoof the Asian Disney or Hulu site so you can get theirs. And apparently they replaced all the subtitles around the world with the dub titles oh, in English. So, so what you're, if I'm understanding this correctly, the, the Japanese version had English subtitles this whole time. We just couldn't watch it cause it was region locked. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like the version that you and I uh, had access to cough, cough, well, we they were watching those straight. Like it wasn't a fan subber translating that. It was just taking the official release subtitles. But now those official subtitles are gone. They're replaced with the dub. So the only way to get like the actual good version is to pirate it at this point. That's very funny. So great job, Disney. The, You're really uh, good at this <laughs> anime thing. The dub was not great either. From what I I watched a little bit of it the other day. It's like it's passable, but it. Right. It left something to be desired. Uh, what do we have next on here? Uh, Crunchyroll streaming a show called The Magical Revolution of the Reincarnated Princess, as well as, uh, let me open this. There's several titles in here. Uh, Technoroid Overmind, Cardfight Vanguard, Will Dress Season 2, D4 DJ All Mix, High Card, uh, Nijian Animation, Oh, Suddenly Egyptian God Season 2, The Angel Next Door Spoils Me Rotten, uh, 
I think that is, yeah, I think that's all of them. The formatting in this post is not uh, super easy to read. Oh, it's just uh, good luck. Uh, we also have uh, Cardfight Vanguard is also going to be streaming on High Dive. Uh, and I also, <laughs> it was very funny. There was a, a news article that said that Cardfight Vanguard got greenlit for nine more seasons. Which is just yeah, like. It sounds like maybe this is. You know how like Yu Gi Oh! had several different. It's like Yu Gi Oh! Then there was like Zexel or something. Yeah. It sounds like this is a new uh, card fight vanguard. It's because it's called Will Plus. And I think that Will Plus Dress, I think this one will be nine seasons long. Yeah. I, I just thought it was interesting that normally when a show gets renewed, they're like, all right, we'll see you next season. It's pretty rare that you hear like, okay, we're going to be doing this for nine more years. I think it's just because of, like, that's one of the few card-based games, right? Yeah. Like, it's what? There's Yu-Gi-Oh! There's Card Fight... Uh, sorry, uh, whatever the heck this is called. Card Fight Vanguard. Yeah. And then there's one that's called, like, Schweiss something? My brother plays it. Yeah, well, and there's one called, like, Buddy Card... F- I don't know. Anyway. But, you know, there's not, like... It's not like there's a ton of them. And, the, yeah. and I think that this is probably one of the more successful ones. So I could get them being like, oh, yeah. hey, we're, we're committed to this. They've been making it Please for stay a excited. Uh, we also have on Crunchyroll a series called Unite Up. Uh, Trigon Stampede started airing on Hulu, it looks like. And that is... Uh, it has John Young Bosch coming back as Vash, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Akiba Made War had a dub uh, premiere, so that's uh, that's pretty neat. I haven't checked it out yet, but I've seen people excited for that dub. Uh, we have another series called Pura Ore, Pride of Orange, that had a dub announced. Uh, Demon Slayer Season 2 is going to Netflix. That is uh, January 21st, it looks like. I know that one was kind of in a weird limbo because Adult Swim wanted it for Toonami, but I think it was Sony who has it or Anaplex, whoever it was, wanted a lot of money. And uh, I mean, it it's was, a big title. I get it. It was more money than they could afford or were willing to pay. Uh, Crunchyroll also added, oh, this was a manga. I didn't even notice that when I added this to the list. Uh, Kaine of the Great Snow Sea. Uh, There's two stories about uh, Kaina. Yeah, because there was another one that was like an anime thing, wasn't it? Like no, no, the other two? one. So they announced. So this just started showing, I believe. Yeah. Um, and so this is the announcement that Crunchyroll's getting the manga, but then they also announced that it's already getting a sequel movie. Nice. So I don't know what that means for the television anime. I don't know if that means we're just getting a season mm-hmm. and then that's it, or if this is them just being like, oh no, we're. The movie is coming like a couple years down the line when we do finish the anime, but mm-hmm. it's a very strange announcement. Who could know? Uh, for people that use Pluto TV, which I don't know many, I have it because it comes built into my TV, and I, I think I also have the app on my Apple TV. It's free. Yeah, it's a right? it's a free like linear streaming service. It's essentially I I got into these for a while. Uh, it's kind of like somebody just made like a Spotify playlist of videos and they just play all day. Yes. Uh, and there was a time where I was watching a lot of these and it's, it's anything you could imagine. There's game show ones, there's sports ones, there's, you know, a handful of anime ones. Uh, so it was either last year or a couple of years ago, they launched a loop in the third one. Uh, that is also going to be in Canada now. Uh, and I've watched a little bit of it. It's, I think it's all subtitled, Lupin. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I I kind of like it. You know, it's. I'm not saying it's the best way to watch it, but it's. Uh, it's definitely filling a niche, and at least you don't have to pay for it. So I'm happy. Yeah, I think it. I think if I was struggling, like if I was in high school and couldn't afford to buy anime or you know subscribe to all these services, I would probably use Pluto TV a lot. Uh, Crunchyroll also, uh, we talked about this, I think on the no name show about the berserk golden age memorial edition 
which was like they cut up the movies and they were re-airing it as a TV show with extra footage. And we were like, well, you know, Crunchyroll doesn't want to do any union dubs. I'm pretty sure that Berserk was union. So are they going to get the cast back to fill in these gaps? And it looks like they did. Uh, At least that's my understanding of reading this article. It looks like they brought the original cast and they dubbed it at NYAV Post, which makes me wonder if this was Union or, you know, I don't know if we'll ever find out. Uh, But there was an interesting thing in the forums that talked about Berserk 2016, uh, which was not great for a number of reasons, uh, but I, I had never checked out the dub it turns out that did not have the uh, original dub cast. And that is because all of the actors said that unless they go with their original director and studio, they wouldn't do it. And so Funimation just recasted the entire show. Rip. Yeah. So just another, another nail in the Berserk 2016 coffin. Uh, so we have a couple anime inter- uh, announced. This first one is an interesting project. It seems to be like a Japan-US co-production type thing, at least from skimming it. That's what it seemed to be. Uh, and it looks like an initiative to make more what they call Afro anime. Uh, it seems to be they want to tell more stories uh, with African characters in Africa is how I interpreted this article. Uh, I mean, you know, anime has a diversity problem. Yes. Uh, And the first thing is a film. I don't know how uh, I'm supposed to pronounce this. It looks like Mfinda. uh, M-F-I-N-D-A. And that is going to be a film. Uh, But I think they're also working on a TV show version of that. Uh, At least that's what it looked like. Uh... (laughs) We had a uh, a light novel that's getting adapted into an anime called The Vexations of a Shut-In Vampire Princess. Uh, and I put in my notes uh, that this show has a fake-ass rem. So if you look at the character designs, there's a maid in a similar outfit with blue hair. Just bothered by one thing. So it mentions in the description, although Kumari was born to a prestigious vampire family, her hatred of blood has made her the picture of mediocrity, scrawny. And then, but like all the artwork is just showing like her thighs pressing against her like garter thing. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus, like you can't, they're like literally say, look at how like thin she is and just like skin on the bones. But then they're also trying to show off her like luscious thighs. That's funny. I did not Anime. that. Oh yeah. That is pretty funny. Uh, what else do we have in here? Zom 100. I think we talked about this on the No Name Show. Uh, Zom 100 is going to be getting an anime, and that will be on Hulu this summer. It says in July. So that's pretty cool. Did you check out the trailer that they posted? I did not. I didn't realize there was a trailer. Yeah, so uh, I was just kind of curious how the how it was tonally, because I know that you've spoken very highly about the manga, yes. but I wasn't. it, it seemed... Like there was definitely some like Junji Ito influence kind of things with circles and um, I'm that, that kind of thing. So I, I wasn't. I just was uh, wondering what you thought. Uh, I'm skimming the trailer right now. It looks like a fairly accurate, in terms of like character designs and the color choices. It looks consistent uh, so far. Obviously, this is just me skimming it, uh, but yeah, that looks fun. I will uh, definitely be checking that one out. Me too. Uh, Love Live has, I guess if you buy the uh, Japanese Blu-ray of Love Live, uh, Nijigasaki High School Idol Club Project, oh my god, uh, that's going to have three more episodes on it. Does that make it an OVA? Uh, I think that does make it an OVA. Weird. Uh, we already talked about the Kaina uh, film. Uh, Bastard is getting another season. Which I think I misspoke because I, I feel like Noel asked me if Bastard got another season and I said yes. I had not read this article at the time. I think I just assumed that it did. Uh, so there's confirmation that it will be getting another season. Yeah, it must have the first one must have done well. I'm happy for them. I mean, who would have thought that putting up Bastard for a second time from you know would be a success? But here we are. Uh, we have Studio Four C. 
that uh, they're making a film called Future Kid uh, Takara. Uh, I did not look at what this is about, but uh, it looks yeah, it looks kind of cool. So what this what this doesn't mention though, or that only kind of mentions in one line, is that this Kickstarter for Future Kid Takara, um, it's a part of like five uh, animation uh, anime Kickstarters that went up at the same time from different studios. Oh Jesus! So there's um, one of them is a uh, kind of period piece that's done in the style of like cutouts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few others in these different styles from. They seem to be mostly indie studios. Um, so Studio Four Degree C, they are the only ones who are doing it. Like that's a big studio. But you know, I do hope people at least click on the article and look at the other projects. Uh, you know, they might not all be your cup of tea, but it's cool that they're trying to get more animation done through these alternate means. Yeah, uh, it looks it looks pretty cool. It's about uh, climate change, uh, just based on skimming that. Uh, there is a manga called The Girl I Like Forgot Her Glasses that got greenlit uh, for an anime. <laughs> and the reason I mention that is so it's a, it's about this guy that has a crush on someone that continually forgets their glasses, obviously by the title. But like, how 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 is that even possible? I don't know if I, mean, you... I used. To, I think that anytime anyone in real life, because I have to wear mine all the time. Like I don't have the option of not wearing them. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I think we could at least read into them. You know, she probably knows, right? This whole thing, it's got to just be one mind game. I'm blind if I don't have my glasses. Yeah, I don't man. know if me it's too. possible it's... for me to forget them. <laughs> I haven't forgotten them literally since the day I put them on. <laughs> I lose them, but I certainly would not forget to wear them. Uh, Evangelion 3.0. There was like a prologue. I think this is part of the Blu-ray that teased a new girl character, which I thought was really funny because wasn't this supposed to be it? Like, all right, no more Ava. You know, they're just building up, I think, to the eventual home release because it still has not been put out on a disc, as far as I'm aware, even in Japan. Yeah, I, I think that's true. What is this? I think say? they're trying to, you know, like, Let's put it this way. Like when you wrap that up, I think a lot of people would be like, I'm done. And like, I don't have to, th-. you know, when people feel like something has been wrapped up in a bow, they don't, they can stop thinking about it. Yeah. So I think this is a way to combat that of saying, Oh, you know, like maybe the, we'll, we'll probably put this on the disc and then you'll be able to see it. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, there's this, this one's pretty funny. Tenshi Muyo GPX paradise reveals OVA format. And I, I laugh because wasn't Tenshi, Kind of always an OVA. I think well, I guess there was maybe one or two TV series. I just got a chuckle out of that. Like famous OVA sequel gets an OVA. Uh, Made in Abyss. This one happened. Uh, got posted like right before we started. The uh, whatever season season two is getting a sequel. So I guess the third season is how you would say that. Uh, but. I don't know. I've never never watched the show, so I don't know if they're separate stories. Uh, it has the subtitle The Golden City of the Scorching Sun. So that is getting a sequel. Uh, we have a new manga that was announced. This is from the creator of Harukana Receive, which is a show about volleyball, or manga and show about volleyball. And this one seems to be a, a horny manga about a corporate succubus. Her job is literally to make the main character's lewd dreams come true. And that is a quote. So I'm in. If the last one wasn't sexy enough for you, because the cover of the other one looks like it's like her playing volleyball, but all that's being emphasized is her giant rack in a bikini. Well, yeah, so, they're all um, playing beach volleyball. So if that wasn't enough for you, they're just the guy decided to just go for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have some release dates. Goblin Slayer season two. Uh, coming out sometime this year. Uh, there's an anime called Fluffy Paradise that is also coming out this year. Uh, Precure, the new Precure, looks like February 5th. And then uh, Sorcerer Stabber Orphan. This is uh, presumably the next arc that is coming out in April. Uh, then we have some uh, film release dates. Uh, 
Udino Prince Sama, uh, the Starfish Tour film that will be screening in uh, the U.S. on January 22nd and 23rd. Uh, and then it looks like Psychopaths has a 10th anniversary film that they're working on, and that is coming out on May 12th. Wow, a decade of Psychopaths. Yeah. Uh, did you know that Captain Tsubasa was still going on? I didn't. Uh, so that yeah, manga... I, I was as shocked as this as you are. I uh, I had to read the article just to make certain. So this is not the original, because no. I, I, that did end, I think, in 88. Yeah. This is a new version, me. but apparently this is supposed to be the end. But, of course, I'm sure they thought that back in 88. Yeah. Yeah, they're ending Rising Sun, and it is being... Uh, touted as the final Captain Tsubasa manga. <laughs> we have a manga called Excuse Me, Dentist, It's Touching Me. Uh, that is ending or has already ended. Uh, but what I thought was funny about this was the description. It's a human drama between a villainy-faced Yakuza and a dominant dentist. <laughs> what could that possibly mean? Uh, I, guess. I have no idea. Uh, J.K. Haro is a sex worker in another world. That is a light novel that had a manga based on it. Uh, that is ending in its seventh volume this summer. Uh, this is maybe the worst isekai I've heard about. Oh, no, J.K. Haro rules. I have All I can say is like, I hate the way it's described. It says here that, like, oh, so these otaku boys get uh, hit on the head and they go to a fantasy girl. But the girls who got hit on the head, well, they went to an isekai, to a world that treats women even worse. And then it basically tells them, like, well, what are you going to do? Lean into it. The manga uh, may follow a different storyline. I have the first two volumes. I have not read it yet. The novel is from her perspective. Yeah. And I'm just saying it's not a... This seems like one of the more icky concept conceptual isekais I've heard about. Yeah. I would have to... Uh, I still haven't read the manga, but the novel I read, maybe the first, I don't know, third. It's probably, but what's that one you were reading about the guy who like has a slave? The, oh, reading? You know the one I'm talking about, the one where it's like, oh, I went to another world and I had to save up for a sex life. Oh, that is Labyrinth and a Harem in Another World, and that is yeah. an anime. There you go. Uh, delays. This has already happened, but... I just wanted to mention it because I think it's interesting when delays get reported on. Uh, the Witch from Mercury's last episode got delayed by a day due to COVID. But it's already aired and people liked it. And Tom Asnable told me that it was one of the goriest TV episodes of anime he's seen in a long time. I don't know what happens in that show past the third episode. <laughs> Uh, the PlayStation 5. Sony is saying the PlayStation 5 should be easier to buy in 2023. That has yet to be seen, I guess. I have oh, not... People have already, like, people have, are beginning to see it in stores now. So even by that, you know, metric, uh, I'm not saying it's fixed, but, like, it's possible now to not, to get a PlayStation 5. Yeah. Or an Xbox Series X, for that matter, without having to follow Wario 64. It's wild to me that we're, what, three years into this console generation, and you still can't just go to the store and buy one, or it's getting to finally be that point. Yeah. Like, how I mean, did this you know, happen? Between demand and COVID delays and semiconductor shortages, it's just been a hell of a year for wanting to be at the, you know, I want to be the early adopter. Well, and they, they didn't really do anything to curb scalpers. You know, because you could always find one on eBay. Yeah. But they would be like $800. I mean, there were some, uh, there were some things that they were trying to get them directly into the hands. So, like, uh, PlayStation was doing a thing where you could actually sign up with your PlayStation account directly to Sony. Mm -hmm. um, and they would actually, like, put you on a list, um, you know, to get back to you. So, you know, they were doing things, but yeah, like, I don't think anyone has cracked the case on how to keep things out of scalpers' hands, unfortunately. I think Amazon... Not saying that it can't be done, but not, no one is really doing it. Yeah. Well, they don't care. They're making money. Yeah. I think Amazon has, like, a lottery system, which is interesting. 
uh, HBO Max is going up by a dollar. Not that big of a deal, I guess. No, see, you say that, but it's so fucking stupid because let's put it this way: when you rate, when you raise your prices, normally you have to be like, "Oh, we're introducing some new, you know, like we're we brought X to to the service, right? Therefore, providing more value, and that's how we're going to justify it." HBO Max has taken the unprecedented move of canceling tons of shows, removing tons of content, and then saying, "Please pay us more." Oh, that's funny. Fuck you, HBO. Sorry, I don't not like HBO Max. Like, I have nothing against HBO Max. Uh, but who's the who, who's the new owner of the, the Discovery president now? Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking. I don't know. Like his David name. Zaslav or something. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah, he is such a, a suit. Every decision he announced that is like announced of like this is what they're doing or thinking about doing is literally the worst decision I could ever come up with. So. Falling upwards. Uh, this next piece, I feel like I should have read. <laughs> Surprise. Uh, June Maeda <laughs> left Twitter again after apologizing for the Heaven Burns Red event writing. This seems to be like an ongoing thing. I don't know what's happening, but like I think like the last thing he made got really poorly reviewed and he like disappeared for a couple months and then came back. And this seems to be the same thing happening again. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, looks like the person that wrote Canaan, Canaan, Canon, Air, Clanad, and Angel Beats. Because it doesn't even mention, let's put it this way, like, I, I would never, like, it doesn't even mention he did anything controversial. It just sounds like people didn't like it. Yeah. Like, yo, fucking, le- like, if he didn't like it, then, like, great. The guy didn't ruin your life. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, fucking leave him alone. I don't know. Uh, PlayStation 5 news. Oh, did you see this interesting controller? So Yeah, the new accessible controller. Yeah, it's to encourage more accessibility. And I think you can, like, move the buttons around, I, I think. Right, because this has recently been a big push in the console gaming space especially um so microsoft did this first with their controller they came up with a controller that is very customizable it doesn't look like a controller in the traditional sense but it was made for people you know who have trouble with traditional controllers Mm -hmm. and playstation um they've been doing a ton of with their software like their games their games have tons of accessibility features you know to allow them to be played by like people who are colorblind or vision impaired or and there's all these crazy things, but this is them finally, I guess, stepping up to that Xbox controller and saying, like, we're going to double down. Like, mm-hmm. we want people to, we want our games and our hardware to be accessible. And that's only a good thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's... it's well, uh, Get on that, Nintendo. Pretty cool. And I like that I'm seeing it from, like, the actual console makers. It's not just some third party that's making it. Yes. Uh, this next piece is... So there is a video, but it's kind of pointless to play it because it's like two seconds long. Uh, a Detroit Lions player named Jamal Williams, I guess, was it's on hilarious. Sunday Night Football wearing a Naruto headband and called himself like the Swag Kaze or something. Uh, where is it? Yeah, Swag Kaze Kage. <laughs> uh, but the clip that they posted just has him saying Swag Kaze Kage. So I... Doesn't really make sense to play that. I hope people click on the link though. It needs to be seen. Like he gets such a look on his face and he is weeping it up so hard. Uh, it's yeah, it's kind of fantastic. Uh, Anime NYC, the founder, Peter Tatera, has left, uh, left Field Media to join the uh, Japan Society. I don't know if this is good or bad news. I don't really like Anime NYC a ton, but I don't know if that's necessarily their fault. And I don't know if this means that it would get better or worse. So this is like a very wait and see type of thing for me. It sounds like he just got a better offer to do. Yeah, no, I mean, stuff. I don't know if you saw where he's going, but he will be overseeing Japan Cuts, which is a big uh, Japanese film festival. Oh, I didn't know it's like that. one of the biggest. Um, so presumably... He will be bringing some of his anime contacts over, so perhaps that means that we'll see a little bit more uh, anime 
in this upcoming or the next uh, Japan Cuts Film Festival. That'd be cool. I do think this means more prestige. Like, that is a more prestigious event, Mm -hmm. especially. So... I honestly think this is probably good news overall. Well, good. it's good for Peter Tatera and that festival, but it's yet to be determined whether that's good for Anime NYC. Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know about that, but I think it's probably good for Japan Cuts, and it's probably good for Tatara, and that's, that's good enough for me. Uh, we talked about Psychopaths having an anniversary. Uh, another anime, uh, Tamako Market, has their 10th year anniversary. And it looks like they are working on something. Whether that be an anime or not, I don't know. It just says Kyoto Animation is having a 10th anniversary project. And does it say in here? I do not see. Oh, it just says the project is in the works. uh, I like how it tries to bring up that the the director of K-On! directed this. Like, I didn't know from the picture. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I remember Tamako Market being okay. I think I watched the first couple. Um, uh, more anime convention news. This one uh, seems to not be good, but I don't have a ton of context. Uh, anime Expo has discontinued their premiere fan badge. I assume that's just like their VIP like line skip expensive badge. But See, I, I think this is good news. Well, people in the forums were complaining about it. Yeah, but like... It shouldn't even exist. It was literally like a pay to win. You could pay and then you get a lanyard and you get to go to the head of the line and priority access. Like, fuck that. No, like, I, I don't like that uh, for any convention. I'm sorry. Like, if it's one thing if you're like a, a vendor mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean, or press like that, that makes sense to me. But like regular people just like fucking get in line. It looks like, holy shit. Anime like Expo said, it, badges that, that, are... that badge for all those privileges costs five hundred and fifty dollars compared to the conventional badge, which is one forty five. That's already a lot of money for a badge to a convention. I feel yeah, like Otakons like cost what? Like I think if you get it early, it's seventy or eighty, and then if you buy it on the day, it's like ninety or one hundred. Yeah, this is definitely the most expensive I've ever seen a badge. I know Otakon AX is longer. AX is a four day pass. Yeah, but they also the, get like 100,000 you know, people going the, So I guess that's three and a half days versus the two and a half, which is Otakon. Yeah, well, I've heard AX sucks, so. Yeah. Uh, this next one is uh, kind of weird. Uh, Belarus has legalized piracy, piracy of audiovisual media from unfriendly countries. Uh, so the way that I've interpreted this is like you can pirate stuff, but you have to pay a fee to the government. How they would know, I don't know. Uh, but, and then the company that you're pirating from has a grace period to collect that fine. But if they don't do it, then Belarus just keeps it. (laughs) But their list of unfriendly nations is just like, Every country. Every country that's not Russia. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, but uh, what a weird mess. And uh, I mean, it sounds like they're just being locked out. Like, it almost feels like this is a thing that they're having to do to mollify the Belarusian population. Yeah. Like, okay, you know, like, basically, we all cultural imports along our, you know, have been stopped due to every country having sanctions against us in Russia. Yeah. Fuck. All right. We'll approve this. So you guys can like, you know, watch anime or like watch your programs or do whatever the hell you want. And you won't get pissed at us, but this seems like a, let's put it this way. It is a very, very short sighted thing. Oh my God. Yes. Can you imagine Japan in a few years, once this is all done and relations begin again, being like, you know what? We're going to license anime to you (laughs) for a lot of Japan. No, they're going to go, fuck you. Never. (laughs) Yu Yu Hakusho had a smartphone game. I didn't know that, but it's ending. Must have been... a good thing. Can you imagine if you got addicted to the gacha for a Yu Yu Hakusho smartphone game? (laughs) I guess. That's exactly it. You make a podcast and have a job. So between those things, no. 
Yeah, I try to stay away from the gacha games. Uh, this came out in 2018. This must have been Japanese only. Yeah. Uh, Kodansha. Ooh, this was the big one. Uh, Kodansha just took their simul pubs off of like all of the manga apps. Uh, the first, the first one was Azuki, which, like, I felt bad because it looked like just because they were first, it almost looked like it was their fault. But then they took it off of everything else. So Crunchyroll and uh, yeah, Azuki, and I don't know who else has Kodansha stuff. Mangamo, kind of everybody does. Uh, but so to be clear, according to at least for Azuki, it looks like if it's not a simul public, if it's an older one, it looks like it's still up. Yeah, I think this only refers to simul pubs. But the that's... reason why I'm, I'm wondering about that is because the second article talking about what titles were removed from Crunchyroll just said that they were removed. Oh. So I don't know if that's everything for yeah. Crunchyroll manga. It's still a it's still a bummer because the simul pubs have got to be a big draw for. Uh, especially smaller companies like Azuki, you know, like if Absolutely. you want to read Eden Zero, it's only a handful of places you can do that. Well, now you can't really do that anywhere. Uh, but there, there's rumors that they're going to be launching their own app. They probably will. I, I feel like it'd be a weird move to just take all of your stuff offline and not offer an alternative, but who could know? Yeah, uh, both articles mention something. They will have announcements in the coming months. And in the coming months is in quotes. So, yay. Like, God, do I, we don't need another manga no. service. Uh, Australia <laughs> has banned imports and sales of How Not to Summon a Demon Lord, the sequel specifically. <laughs> that is a very erotic anime. Uh, I think they like just ref- refuse to run it through their rating system. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, there was a AI-fueled VTuber, and surprise, it's racist. Uh, it's called Neurosama, and it was banned from Twitch after denying the Holocaust. Seems that we don't learn our lesson from these. Every time there's like an AI that you can talk to, it's like within a day or two, it's already shouting slurs. So I don't know why they keep trying this experiment. What's even weirder is the person who runs the person, like, I'm going to try to bring it back. It's like, please don't. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But there's no going back from that. I'm sorry. It's It's a pretty dark back end trying to auto mod a lot of that stuff i got to see some of what uh, tony did to program the auto modding for uh, discord for our second anime lockdown and you you know you have to essentially like spend a whole afternoon like researching different ways to say slurs and how people will try to circumvent sensors and like we learned uh, about words that we didn't even know were bad because they're like just obscure ones, and you input all of those into your auto mod, and uh, you know you have to make sure it works. Uh, sometimes it is too effective. We ran into that problem. So uh, the fortunately we caught it before the convention started, but so like the word night triggered the auto sensor because the first three letters are the same first three letters for the N word. And it was just looking for those letters, not necessarily whether they were in the context of a non slur or not. And so we had a bunch of dealers get banned because they had products with the word night in it. And we were like, we're really, it took like an hour. We're like, what is going on? This doesn't make any sense. They're not swearing. They're not doing, you know, they're not posting anything that should trigger the sensor. And I finally was like, um, what if our like bad language sensor just isn't smart? It turned out that that's what it was. And so then you have even more research that you have to go into to figure out how to prevent that from happening and, you know, how to, you know, prevent that now being used as a loophole 
to it's 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 wild. I am not envious of the people that program these things at all. Uh, so it does not surprise me that things like this keep happening because this is even more complicated than a Discord mod bot. Uh, the last you know, piece just do it the good old fashioned way. Put a human behind the VTuber. Oh, yeah, Easy. Yeah, that's also fair. Uh, the last piece of news we have: Drop Kick on my Devil. They have uh, been doing a bunch of Kickstarters lately, and they have applied for the Guinness World Record for uh, most money raised from crowdfunding for an anime. But somebody pointed out in the forum that they have not beaten the record. So maybe they just didn't know about this other one. But I guess there was, a, I think it was called Nekopara, and it was an anime uh, or like an OVA. And it, I think it beat their record by like $50,000. Damn. But so a bit premature there. Still pretty cool though. Uh, I don't know if that show is my cup of tea. I have not watched it, but it's pretty cool that they raised a hundred million yen. So there must be some uh, some uh, fan base for it. Uh, so we are at the end of our news. We have our top ten, and I actually finally remembered to make my spreadsheet that we'll see if I can actually stay active with this and remember to do it on the off weeks. But I was going to track the best sellers throughout the year to try to figure out who the right stuff champion is at the end of the year. Yes. Uh, so uh, for Blu-ray this week, we have Space, uh, Space Sheriff Gavin at number 10. At number 9, Gao Gai Gar, King of Braves, uh, which... Uh, John Cerebella of Media Blasters started a YouTube series where he's talking about Media Blasters and like the highs and lows. And he said Gao Gai Gar was one of the worst selling titles uh, in terms of how much it cost to get versus how much uh, it actually sold. Uh, so, most, it, you know, bad timing on that part. I hope that the Blu ray, because that's from Discotech, right? Yes. I hope that it's doing better for them. Oh, I'm sure it is. I, I know that it's supposed to be very good. I've never heard anyone say a bad word about Gao Gai Gar. Well, I think the problem with Gao Gai Gar when Media Blasters was doing it was that they dubbed it, which is an expensive process, especially if you're a small company like Media Blasters. Yeah. Uh, but it was also being released in singles. And God, it, yeah. It was being released in what, like 2005, 2007? Like... That's a rough time to release. There's a lot of competition too. Well, there was a lot of competition, but also over the years, I feel like anime podcasts and anime blogs and streaming have helped uh, diversify people's tastes quite a bit where now there is an audience for Gao Gai Gar. Back then there wasn't. Whereas now, because it's so much easier to hear about these things and get reviews and see clips and even, you know, download the whole show and watch it. There's more people that now know they want Gao Gai Gar. Uh, you know, like I didn't know anything about robot stuff at that time, but then through, you know, podcasting and all that kind of stuff, I found like, Oh, I actually like Mazinger and get a robo. And, you know, I bought some get a robo Blu-ray. Uh, Symphogear is at number eight. Symphogear GX season three. Uh, Sword Art Online, the movie, Progressive Aria of a Starless Night, limited edition. That's at number seven. Lupin the Third, Farewell to Nostradamus is at number six. Digimon Adventure, season one, the dub at number five. This is a lot of discotheques. Symphogear AZX, season four at number four. Uh, Jobless Reincarnation, season one, part one, limited edition at number three. Project Aiko 3 at number two. And then the Yu Yu Hakusho 30th Anniversary, at number one, I waited too long to buy that. You can't buy it now. <laughs> so Aww. my bad. Uh, but I think it's just the same Blu-rays that I already have. The only difference is it has a two-episode OVA on it, which yeah. is a bummer that they only put that in there. But I imagine it'll be streaming somewhere. Uh, for manga, at number 10, uh, incidentally, Yu Yu Hakusho Volume 18 I have not seen Yu Yu Hakusho in the top 10 in a long time, if ever, now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, Kaiju number 8, volume 5 at number 9. Chainsaw Man, volume 10 at number 8. Uh, One Piece box set 2 at number 7. Berserk Deluxe Edition, number 12 at uh, 6. 
Chainsaw Man, Volume 11 at number 5. Yu Yu Hakusho, Volume 10 at number 4. One Piece Manga Box Set 3 at number 3. Jujutsu Kaisen 18 at number 2. And then, funny enough, the number 1 is just $1 Manga Blind Box. Uh, People trying to get that shipping for free. Yeah. uh, DVDs is an interesting one. Uh, We have Yashihime. That is a newer one. Season 1, Part 2 at number 10. People are buying that on DVD. I mean, uh, Dragon Ball GT Complete Series, that's DVD only. Yeah, see, that I make an exception. GT's fine. You know, that's like you said, D- DVD only, no problem. You won't get a complaint from Kyle. We got Gotcha Man Collector's Edition box at two at number eight. Ursa Yatsu, a Beautiful Dreamer at number seven. Ghost Stories at number six. Dagger of Kamui at number five. Legendary Armor Samurai Troopers OVA at number four. Uh, Kenshin New Kyoto Arc at number three, Bubblegum Crash at number two, and then 80 Police Files at number one. We did it. My timer crashed partway through, so I have no idea how long this podcast is. It looks like it's just under an hour based on the recorder. That's fine. Uh, you can find more podcasts at gonzo.moe. You can subscribe to us on your favorite podcatcher. Just search for gonzo.moe. We're on Apple, we're on Google, we're on Spotify, we're on your mom's Zoom. Uh,. You say we're on your mom's soon? On your mom's Zune. Oh. The Microsoft MP3 player. Uh, the Gonzo.moe no-name show is coming up next week. I think you're doing Big O2? Yes, and, me and uh, Vinny will be on I in the latter half. I think I'll talk about new anime. See you later, everybody. Cheers. <laughs>